This is Gemara Irvin Dav Kof Gimel. Tonight, Shir Shvishos for Shlema of Yudemir Bin Yakir Amen of Bega. <clears throat> we pick it up on the bottom of Kofbez Mudbez. We are literally closing in over here. We the end is in sight. Let's pick it up from the Mishnah Kofbez Mudbez in the bottom. You're allowed to tie a string. And the Mikdash. Why are you tying strings? Musical instruments. Musical instruments. The Liam are playing musical instruments. A string snaps. You allowed to tie that string. Avaloi bimendina, but not outside the base of Mikdash. One would assume this is like the previous dinim that we've seen that the base of Mikdash you allowed to do isuri derabanan because ain geyser and shvos bimikdash. But as we'll see in the Gemara, it's not so simple over here. Over here, it might be a different reason because this might be part of a machsh the hechshiri mitzvah, and that's the reason why the Gemara will explain it's going to be allowed because you need to have the, the harps, you need to have the instruments to do the avayda on the base of Mikdash. And it's the first time you're not allowed to string the instrument for the first time. They're both forbidden. Says the Gemara. And obviously the reason, not obviously, I shouldn't say that, but the the um, Rashi over here points out that the reason why you can't do it for the first time was because you should have done it before Shabbos. What are you going to do this now? Says the Gemara Vriminu. So our Mishnah taught us that you're allowed to tie on the string in the base of Mikdash. Vriminu will ask you a contradiction. Nimas kinar shnitzakov, the harp string rips, kaishra, they would not tie it, they would rather <clears throat> put in a bow, says the Gemara, I don't understand, the Armish that says you're allowed to tie it, the other price that says you're not allowed to tie it, answers the Gemara, multiple teirutsin, answer number one, loikasha, harabonon, harav eliezer, one is rabonon, and one is the opinion of eliezer, who's rav eliezer, says the Gemara, the rav eliezer, the remachshire, mitzvah doichin as a Shabbos, Kaishra, our Mishnah is Rav Eliezer. Rav Eliezer holds Machshiri Mitzvah. Not just the Mitzvah itself in the base of Mikdash is Doich HaShabbos, but the Machshiri, the preparation, those auxiliary parts of the Mitzvah as well, Doich HaShabbos. Therefore, says Rav Eliezer, you're allowed to tie the instrument. It's a preparation for the Mitzvah. The Rabbanon Damri, Doichin, Oinva, that will be the second Raisa that says, Rabbanon say, you cannot be Doichin, cannot push off Shabbos. Rather, what are you going to do? Say the Chachanim, rather, you tie it in a bow, because of course we know the conventional understanding is that a bow is not forbidden to tie on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, one second. If it's Rav Eliezer's opinion, then you should even be allowed to do it for the first time. The Mishnah concluded that everyone agrees you can't do it for the first time. Why? If it's Rav Eliezer, he was machshirei mitzvah taicha Shabbos. She would be allowed the first time. Says the Gemara, it's not a question. Oh, Rabbi Yehuda or Rabbanan? What is Rabbi Yehuda? What is the opinion of the of the Rabbanan? So it says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda, which holds that Rabbi Yehuda is a very interesting opinion. Let's see, we've seen this before. Let's see, Rabbi Yehuda on the bottom here, and Rashi, Rashi points out, Rabbi Yehuda holds Kaiser Av Malachi Aliba Deman. I'm sorry, Rabbi Yehuda is the opinion that holds. Let's go, drop back. Rabbi Yehuda is one that holds that even an Aniva, a bow, is included in the Avalacha. And that's the reason why Rabbi Yehuda is going to be the Machmir. Says the Gemara, one second, very nice. Rabbi Yehuda, leave the man. Who is Rabbi Yehuda going according to? 
Moving along to Kuf Dal Kuf Gimel. I'm sorry. Amin Aleph. Today's Daf says the Gemara. Ialiba Dravaliyazer. If he's going according to the opinion of Dravaliyazer, come Ialiba. Excuse me. Ialiba Dravaliyazer, come Ar. Then I feel Lachachilan Hami. The same question. According to Dravaliyazer, you let him even die for the first time. The Mishnah clearly stated out that way. Ella says the Gemara. Ella Loigasha. Harav Shimin. Harav Anan. What is the opinion of Rav Shimin? What is the Rabbanan? Who Rav Shimin? Who Rabbanan? Says the Gemara Tanya. We learned in a Raisa. Ben Levi Shnif Nima. You have a Ben Levi. You have a Levi in the base of Megdash. His harp string rips. Bikinar. Kaishra. You're allowed to tie it on. Tanikama's opinion. Rabbanan's opinion. Rav Shimin Aimer. Ainva. Bo. Shimin Alazar Aimer. Av he ain't no mashmas is a call. Says Rav Shimin Alazar. He was a musician. He says, one second, if you're a harp string rips and you're just going to go and tie a knot in it, it's not going to sound very nice. It's going to mess up the whole sound by having a knot in the middle of your instrument. Says Rav Shimon Elazar, you got to do something better. Says Rav Shimon Elazar, Elo, Mishal Shel Melmata, the Kayach Melmalo, you got to pull down the string, the string ripped. So you have to pull down the string and then on the top, you wind it around the top a little more. Or the opposite. Shimon Elazar says, if, the, if you're going to go and you're going to tie a knot in the middle, it's going to be pointless. So now this terrorist of the Gemara is saying that one is Rav Shimon and one is the who allows only to make a bow. And one is the Tanikama that's going to allow even to tie a knot. That is terrorist number two. Levi Sema, another terrorist. I'm sorry, that is, I shouldn't say terrorist number two. That's really the third terrorist but the first two we destroyed. And this is the first one that stands the test of time. They're both the Rabbanan. According to Rabbanan, seemingly you're not going to tie a knot. The Gemara makes a differentiation where the knot is made. A third answer. So they're both the middle of the, of the harp, middle of the string. And the Machlekes is whether we make this Gezerah. Okay, so multiple answers, exactly three different answers, how to learn up the contradiction between our Mishnah that says you're allowed to make a knot, <clears throat> excuse me, and the, and the Bryce that says you're only allowed to make a bow. Says the, says the Mishnah, you're allowed to cut off a wart in the base of Megdash. Now, everyone's wondering, why are you cutting off warts in the base of Megdash? Avalevi Medina, but not outside the base of Megdash. And if you're using a utensil, it is forbidden both in the base of English and outside. So we're scrolling down for a moment to see Rashi at the end of the narrow lines. Rashi says, mom? What's a Yabelis? A wart. It's a mom. The carbon tamid we know. The carbon tamid we know is Daicha Shabbos. Problem is, you're not allowed to bring the carbon because there's a mum on it, because there's a wart on it. So you're allowed to cut off that wart in Shabbos. Says the Mishnah, you're allowed to cut it off biyad. Chayt Chavel's biyad, Kamarashi explains. But Bikli, they're both going to be, it's going to be forbidden, both inside and outside of the Bishamikdash. Let's see the Gemara. Beraminu on the last narrow line. Harakibu Baharavasai Bichotzlatchom. Says the Gemara. This Mishnah seemingly contradicts another Mishnah. Now what does the Mishnah say? Harakevoi. Where's this Mishnah? Mishnah Msachim. Daf Samach Beis. Three months. Oh, I should say uh, two months about. Two months. We'll be there. Mirza Hashem. What does the Mishnah there say? Harakevoi. We all know you bring carbon Pesach and Erev Pesach. But you even allowed to bring it on Shabbos. 
But says the Gemara, says the Mishnah over there, I should say, that our Kivoy carrying the garment Beisach, Mavosai, and bringing the garment Beisach, Michos Letzchom, Bechatichas Yabal Toy, and cutting off a mom for the garment Beisach, Ein Doichin. You're allowed to bring the carbon, you're allowed to shaft it, but you're not allowed to carry, you're not allowed to do all the auxiliary malachis. So ask the Gemara, I don't understand. Our Mishnah just taught us you're allowed to yes, cut off the wart in the base of Mikdash, and seemingly the Mishnah Psachim says you are not. Answers the Gemara, Rav Liezer Aimer, Oichin, Rav Liezer, Rav Yosi, Ben Chanina. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that was the end of the Raisa. The Raisa says, Ain Doichin, meaning you're not allowed to cut off the wart. And Rav Liezer Aimer, Doichin. So the question, I'm sorry, one more time. So the question is from the Tanakhama. The Stam opinion in his Brisa is a like in our Mishnah. And in our Mishnah said, you yes, cut off the wart. And over there it says, you do not cut off the wart. Says the Gemara of Lezer, They're both the Brisa and the Mishnah to a moist wart, a wart that has life to it. So how do we answer the contradiction? Simple differentiation. A yad, we all know this is the Rabbanan, that's going to be allowed in the base of Mikdash. Vikliya, utensils, and this is the Raisa. What malacha? Probably we're discussing malacha of Gaizi, says Rashi, shearing, cutting something off from its life source. And therefore, that's going to be the reason why the price is more machmer. Both cases are talking about that you cut off with your hand, so it's at most an Isra de Rabbanan. Kasha, how do we answer up the stira? Why in our Mishnah it says it's allowed? And the Mishnah Msachim says it's not allowed. Habelecha One is talking about where it's a moist wart. One is talking about Biavisha, where it's a dry wart, and therefore there's no life to it, therefore you can cut it off. Says the Gemara, one second. that says, My time often does. The Gemara now says, one second. One mandamer says the difference between hand and vents, utensil. The other mandamer says the difference between moist and dry. So why does one hold up the other? Armelachas, so he's going to respond to you. Yevesha, when it's dry, I feel a bit cleaner on the shower. He goes extreme. If it's dry, a dry ward is nothing. Can even cut it off with a cleave. Shema, my time, says the Gemara. Afruche, Efrech. Because what happens? When you cut off this dry ward, it just falls apart and you're not actually doing anything. And therefore, that mandamer is going to hold you allowed to cut off, even with a utensil, which generally is an isidaraisa to cut off the utensil. But if it's dry, it's allowed. That's one way of learning. Well, the mandamer, now we flip the coin. According to the other mandamer that says one is dry, one is moist. My table, my rabbi, I'll be clean. What is that other mandamer? You want to, you want to use a, Utensil, hotanahan, but we learned in the Mishnah. In Bikli, kind of kind of our Mishnah. What did the Mishnah say? That if you're using a utensil, they're both forbidden. So how can you suggest that over there you can use a utensil? Bidach, what does other Mandamar do with this? The only reason why we brought it is to bring out the Machloikas, Revelezer, and the Rabbanan, the Revelezer is Mako to remove the ward even with the Instrument. Vedach, what does other mandamer hold? Similar, just like by Karma Pesach. We did not allow you to bring the animal from outside the chum. Carry the animal, that is similar. Kotani, I'm sorry, Dumya, the Arkiva, Vavisa, Vichotzchom, Kotani, Dera Banan. 
It's coming to teach you just like all those cases which are only Yisurei Derabanan. I mean, we know that Chum is a Shaila Derabanan. The Raisa of the Mar here is taking on it Derabanan. Therefore, it's bringing down the case of the word as well. Says the Gemara of Edach, Harakibai, Deloi Kiram Nasan. The case of Harakibai, the Raisa, the beginning of that Raisa, Sachim, that says that you're not allowed <coughs> to carry the animal. That is showing you not like the opinion of Rav Nasan, the Amar Chai Noisias Hatzmai. Opinion that we've seen many times, tremendous halachic ramifications that we know, that living beings are considered to be carrying themselves, and therefore, if you bring from outside, but he's saying we go with Rabbi Kiva, the host Chumens, the Araisa, even though Chai Noisi is Atzmai, but it's a question of a Daraisa, that's why we're going to have to be Machmir. And that is the end of the Gemara going back and forth between the two different answers, whether you're going to differentiate between hand and utensil, whether you're going to differentiate between moist and dry, figuring out why one does not hold <clears throat> like the other. So, Master Rabbi Yosef Amar Rabbi Yazar, Kabbal Chaimer, I'll ask you, what shchit? Shechting the animal is real malacha. And yet, says I don't understand. When it comes to the Karma Pesach, why aren't all these side issues only drabonan issues? A new answer had an answer of the two braces. They're both talking about using your hands, so potentially only it's Dravanan. Ushvas ben Mikdash. Ben Mikdash shvas. And we know this many times that we've seen already. Pisa Mikdash, we're more Mikkel on the Shvas. Shvas ben Mikdash. Ben Mikdash itiru. Shvas ben Mikdash. Shvas de Mikdash ben Metina. Loi hitiru. That we're only Shvas de Mikdash. Be Dimin Loi hitiru. We're all not Mikkel outside of the Pisa Mikdash. Says the Gemara, Yosef Abaye's story. So Rav Safar asks, How you carry this table? This should sound familiar. You're reading with a scroll on the loo, on the ledge, on the stoop. You let it pull it back. Fair asks the Gemara, Vach Adishvos de Mikdash b'Medino v'Loi Gazri. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. Why don't we make Xavier like we discussed back there in that Gemara? That you might come, says the Gemara, Dilma, Dilma, Why are we worried that the whole scroll might fall out of your hand and you can come bring it back? Don't say that's the case. Why? Says the Mar, the reason is since you're holding on to, you're always holding on to one hand, one end of the scroll, therefore it's not going to even be an Isser Derabanan. Okay. Moving right along, says the Gemara, Eisvei, Mishal Shinezah Litanor, he let a lower the carbon Pesach into the oven, Imcha Sheikha, when it gets dark, Says the Gemara, one second. Why are you allowed to do that? This is a Shvas in the Beis HaMikdash, but we're dealing with it outside of the Beis HaMikdash. That's where you're cooking, roasting the carbon Pesach. Ask the Gemara, I don't understand. 
You just taught me a rule. You just told me that the only time we're allowing the Shvusim is in the Mikdash itself. But once you're outside, we don't allow it, even though it's preparing for the base of Mikdash. So says the Gemara, why are you allowing them to play with this coals, this barbecue? Why are we afraid of Shema Yechata B'Cholim? Like we're always afraid, it's a Shia, it's a Chazara. You might come to stoke the coals. Says the Gemara, or say it's a Shia primarily, Ishtik. Avaya was quiet, seemingly accepting what happened. Just like a made Rav Yosef, when he came in front of Rav Yosef, Amr Lay, he said to him, Rav Safar said to me, Amr Lay, my time would like to shine Lay. He said, I don't understand. You sat there quiet, why didn't you answer him? V'nei Chabura's reasoning, that, that a special rule, that even though normally we are afraid of Shem Yechateh, but B'nei Chabura, the people that get together, the more Zariz, the more Alacrity, the more, there's more Alacrity, the more careful, therefore they're never going to come to play with the fire. Ve'abaye, and says Abaye, how does he answer? Says the Gemara, Kaihanim's reason name. Not just that the B'nei Chabura's reason, no, the Kaihanim are Zariz. Amrinan, B'nei Chabura's reason name, Amrinan, Abaye argues the premise. Abaye says it's true, there are times that people are very fast. That's the Kaihanim's job. Not every random group. Rava Amar, Rava comes along and he says, Rav Eliezer he. The Tana of our Mishnah is Rav Eliezer. Rav Eliezer holds the preparation of a Mishnah, yes, puts of Shabbos. Umayyad Rav Eliezer, the Kama, the Evshelishanuye Mishaninon. Ah, Rav Eliezer just admitting that if you have a potential way of doing a Shinoi, and that's the reason why it says in our Mishnah that you should remove it, preferably by hand, that's just a Maila that you're always better to do everything with a Shinoi when it is possible. Moving along to Kof Gimel. Ahmed base says the Gemara. My, where do we find this precedent? The Daniel that we learned in the Bryce, Koyin also by We have a Koyin that has a ward on his hands, and of course, what's the issue of the Koyin has a ward in his hands? Chaviray Chayt Chayvishina of his friend could bite off the ward. Why? If, I, if the Koyin has a ward in his hand, that's a mum. He can't do the Avida with the mum on his hands. It's going to actually. I shouldn't say it's a mum. Shouldn't say it's a mum. I should not say it's a mum. Rather, it is a... No, it is a mum. I was correct the first time. It is a mum. Again, one more time. And therefore, he has to get rid of his mum before he serves the Mishnah. So his friend bites off the mum. Sounds quite appetizing. Says Gemara Bishina in the Kalev Lai. What do we see? The only can bite it off with your teeth. Not using utensil. Chaveiro in Only his friend could do it. He cannot do it himself. So Mani, who is saying this din? Who is saying that the only time to get rid of the ward of the Kohen's hand? So if it's your friend, bite it off. If it's a bit of the Rabbanon, who be mikdash, keep it on Rabbanon, but Alma Mishab Shvas. If they hold in general to remove this item, it's a Rabbanon. So what's the difference if you bite it off or someone else bites it off? El Allah, what are you going to tell me? Travel Yazer. Tomar, Baalma Chayim Chatos. That generally it's going to be an Isidar Raisa to remove the wart. But over here, Avogad the Machshire Mitzvah, Shabbos. Over here, you're going to push off Shabbos, Kama the Evshel Shanuye Mishaninan. But as much as you're going to try to be Mishaneh, you, much as you're going to try to change, you're going to change. So now we're seeing clearly in this Raisa, uh, a proof that which Rabbi taught us a moment ago, that we see the concept at any time, there's the potential to. 
do a shinoi, you're supposed to do a shinoi. So answers the Gemara loy, it's not true. Loilam Rabbanan, the Braisa is going to go to the opinion of Rabbanan. We also be crazy, Hoganami. And if the mom is on the coin's stomach, then it's true. The coin will only be allowed to move it himself, and he will not let someone else remove it. What's the case? He had a bite. He had the wards. Big gaboy on his back. Or on his elbows. He can't take it off. We all know the old joke. You try to kiss your elbow. Doesn't work. Certainly you can't bite the ward off your elbow. Says the Gemara. That is the reason why. A technical reason. Why he's getting his friend to bite it off. Says the Gemara. I don't understand, says the Gemara. According to the Rabbana, you can just get rid of it with your hand. I'm sorry. Says the Gemara, you know what we see from here? And let's answer up the question of Rabbi Yezer. Says the Gemara. So we should see from there that the din is that the machlekes of the Chachamim is only with regard to when you're using your hand. But when it's a clean hat, says the Gemara, one second, according to that which you just said, according to Eliezer, he's even allowed to take it out with his hand. Says the Gemara, no, you just went too far. Hi, my. I'm Rabbi Shalom, Rabbi Eliezer. I knew the Gazer Yad ought to clean. Why does he just take it off with his hand? Why are you making such a big deal? And that is the end of this piece of Gemara when the Gemara is discussing again how you move the wart, the wart which disqualifies the Levi, the Kayana primarily in serving in the base of Megdash, whether you have to do a Biyad, whether you have to do a Bikli. Just to mention one uh, slightly related halacha is in a case where a woman forgets to cut off a nail and she has to go to the mikvah on a Friday night. How does she get that nail off? Very large discussion, similar to here, to remove the nail. Maybe it's an Isidur Isa. How could you even get a guy to do an Isidur Isa? So over there, it seems that the Psaq halacha really is she got a guy to bite off the nail. Why? Because then it's going to be a guy doing an Isidur Abanan, biting, like we're seeing here. It's a Shini to bite the nail. However, we all know that practically to find a guy who's going to bite off your nail, certainly not simple, and therefore generally will have to be Makal to just let the guy cut it off with a cleat. But that is very similar to what you saw in Eric Gemara. Says the Gemara, one more Mishnah for today. We have a Kayin that has a boo-boo, he has a wound, a cut on his finger. He's not a tie in a gemi or reed in the base of Mikdash, and then he can serve. But not outside of the base of Mikdash. And if the point of this gemi, of this reed tied around his finger, is to be tied tight, then it's going to be forbidden, because, of course, it's going to become a chatzita. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yudah, read Rabbi Chia. Lo yishanu alam gemi. The whole discussion in the Mishnah is only by a gemi about this reed grass. However, and that's when the Kayin is allowed to wrap his finger. But if it's going to be a small belt, then it's like as if the Kayin is wearing an extra baggage. We know the Kayin and five begadim, eight begadim. They can't just wear an extra pair of clothing. So says the Gemara, if they're using a tzilzal katan, which is, I guess, more of a primitive bandage of sorts to wrap their finger, that is a din of a baggage. It's like wearing an extra piece of clothing, and the Kayin are not allowed to do that. For Rabbi Yechanan Amar, Rabbi Yechanan argues, 
And he says, Loy Amru, Yitzhak Begadim, Elo Bemakim Begadim. Rikhlin says, No way. Wearing a bandaid? That's not a baguette. Wearing an extra shirt, an extra tie, an extra jacket. That's wearing an extra Not bandage. just a simple bandage. Says the Gemara, one second. The Tevik lay. One second. Rikhlin Amru, Loy Amru, Yitzhak Begadim, Elo Bemakim Begadim. Excuse me. Then it's not going to be considered an extra baggage. Ask the Gemara one second. Why do we say that if he has this thing wrapped around his finger and he's going to hold, for example, like I'm holding my cup, then the item wrapped around his finger is in a chatzitza between his hand and the utensil. We know that Allah is going to have any chatzitza between themselves and that which you're serving in the base of Megdash. Says the Gemara, so why don't we say that's the reason why it's an issue? Answers the Gemara, be small. The issue is on his left hand. And of course, he doesn't do that vaidu with his left hand. And that is the reason why it's not an issue. Inami, another answer, be a man, It's on his right hand, but not on a part that's touching something, maybe in the back of his hand or something like that. And therefore, it's not an issue of chatzitza. Upligid the Rabbah, this, this, says the Gemara, that this is in our, the review that we just said a moment ago, is arguing on Ravah. Says Ravah, that when you have this bandage, or this reed, on a part of your body, in which, it's where the Kayin wears a baguette, then I feel even the smallest strand is a chatzitza. That has to be three by three, the size of a minimum garment. Less than three by three, not be chaitzes. This is Rava arguing Rav Yechran that we don't automatically say that Shulchan Katan has a date of a small garment. Rather, it depends upon the size. Says the Gemara, and we'll finish with this. And Rav Yechran, Vadir Pligi. And if you read Rav Yechiyam, he name a Pligi. Are they arguing on him? Shiny tells the God in the chashiv, because it is a chashiv item, and therefore it's something that you consider. That's the reason why we're saying that as a dinner for Baghdad, but not everything else will. We'll pick it up from the Lishnachrina tomorrow.